Science AF. 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 Science is fuck. Welcome to Science AF. Everybody. Welcome to Science is fuck, motherfuckers. I'm Dave Chacho and I'm Science as fuck. I'm Jesse Klein and I am Science as fuck. With us, uh, a third chair host you might know from the Science Jerks because this is the same f- feed on podcast feed. <laughs> science Jerks. Robert Chan, welcome to the show. Uh, I am science with fuck. Whoa. Oh, fucking with science? That's what prepositions, y'all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You've already broken the podcast. <laughs> this is podcast episode number two, and it's already broken. <laughs> Guys, this is a science fanatic podcast. Uh, we find uh, things on the internet that we think are interesting, uh, and then we talk about it, we riff on it. Some of us will spout out new factoids. We leaf off. We find new threads. Uh, it's uh, just for people who are science as fuck like we are or with fuck like Chan. And you guys need to go to a doctor. You got to see something about that. If you're science, with, science fuck. with fuck. Yeah. I don't want to get too into your personal life. So yeah. <laughs> whatever you're doing with science at home. It's my business. It's your yeah. business. Yeah. Welcome to America. <laughs> we science in the bedroom, sir. <laughs> also joining us is our guest this week. Special guest. A uh, bi- uh, bio engineer. Biomedical engineer <laughs> and forensic scientist, right? Yeah. And comedian. Yeah. And. Yatko. I d- I've never. Yatko. Yatko. I wasn't Wait, how sure. How did you pronounce that? Also, as a host, you should have asked her before. Ian Yatko. There we go. Welcome to the show, Anne. Thank you. We hope you feel welcome by us two white guys ruining your name. Par for the course, really. I got your back, Anne. Thank you. Although I think I really, I really pissed off another Asian comedian who. Uh, performs here like a week ago doing what uh she's vietnamese and i was like oh, all chinese mothers are like that and she's like i'm not chinese and like walked around like, oh. <laughs> oh. You know, i guess i'll find out somewhere down the road <laughs> <laughs> but chan please uh let us know what are all chinese mothers like <laughs> they're all like mah, mah, mah. <laughs> i get it jewish mothers are like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> chan were you raised by the muppet babies adults is your mom nanny muppet babies or or peanuts were all the adult did you grow up in peanuts land i grew up in a brass shop yeah uh okay multi-ethnic charlie brown <laughs> you know how black peanuts moms are all like, what, 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 what? White peanuts moms are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, because there were no black peanuts moms. <laughs> what? Yeah, there, was there one? Well, uh, I mean, we saw uh sh- not Schroeder. What, there was a black kid, Lin- yeah. not Linus. There was a token. Uh, I, I don't remember who the. Yeah, but did we, ever, did we ever Franklin, see Franklin, Did yes. we ever see his mom? I don't know that. Yeah, I don't think we ever saw his mom. Anyway, guys, let's get science as fuck. Dave and I, uh, for the theme of this show, uh, basically decided the end of humanity. The end. What's gonna What's gonna get rid of us? For our second episode, we're already too talking about the end. 
Uh, which out, knock it out of the way fast because uh, we're getting yeah, we're close. getting really close. Yeah, it's getting close. Um, you know, it's flu season. Uh, I just saw a thing where the most effective vaccine. Uh, that they have is only 25% effective this year. Yeah, yeah. I got it and I'm sick. So. Yeah, I, I got it and I got Fuck sick as well. Sick. I got it and I'm not sick yet, so don't breathe yeah. at me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> my grandfather-in-law just died from the flu. Did he? Literally. Oh, shit. Oh, my but God. There you go. I am so, so sorry, sorry, Chan. Uh, no, I mean, uh, that was just oh, Sarah's, say, like, like Sarah's grandfather? Is, yeah, yeah. Oh, my so, God. Uh, it's it's so a motherfucker this year. Terrible. Oh. Jesus. There's been over 80 children deaths this year from yeah. the flu. It's 2018, uh, and the flu is a problem still. Like yeah, that's crazy. If, but if uh, feels like. But we've got some more interesting, what, less sort grandfather-in-law related <laughs> deaths. Hopefully, what sort of inspired the theme was this video that's going around of the Boston Dynamics robot dog. These motherfuckers. You've probably seen them. They've been around for ten years, yeah. and they were kind of the basis for the Black Mirror episode Metalhead. Um, which we're using as the image this week. Um, <laughs> but there's a new video where they, they this little robot dog has an extendable hand that can open doors. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's more than that. So, like, first a robot dog with no hands goes well, to a door, yeah. and it's like, well, I can't open this door, and then it sends a signal, and then a robot dog with an upgrade and a hand comes and opens the door for it. Which is like Bluetooth telepathy yeah it's, it's like et esp for uh, robots yeah it's we're getting close to like a field of robot dogs all communicating with each other opening doors to nuclear silos <laughs> is, this, is this just jurassic world 3 yeah i mean maybe it's the pitch for jurassic world 3 well, I mean, it was the the twist in the first Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. They can't yeah. open doors. They can't open doors. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you learned from it, dinosaur it, movies? Until this moment, the best way to escape a robot was putting some sort of portal between Closing you. a door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be no escape from Boston Dynamics very soon. They're the ones that did the backflipping robot, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Do they yeah, have one of those? They have a cheetah that. that is the the fastest robot. And it runs on a treadmill like I don't know what it, I don't have it in front of you like 60 80 miles an hour or something like that they're the ones who did big dog which we were talking about before that's the robot that's apparently it's impossible to knock it down uh, like it's yeah and, you might have seen the videos and so they're just videos it's of like scientists pack, it's like a pack kicking it that you kick yeah. and it just takes it and we were like, well, it's going to remember that. Like, <laughs> that's going to become ingrained code. Like, humans kick. Yeah, exactly. It's, what, no, it's going to grow up to be a comedian. No, that's true. Oh, it's, <laughs> that's yeah. how all comedians are made. <laughs> Kicked a few times when you're down, and now you're yeah. funny. I, I would love to see a stand-up set with just Boston Dynamics robots. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've gone too far. <laughs> They're taking jobs from us. <laughs> You know how some Peanuts moms are like, Peanuts moms are like, beep, beep, I'm going to be honest, it was funnier that way. (laughs) Uh, They're coming after your job, specifically, Chan. What What job? Channing. You mean running lights for free? (laughs) Welcome to it. Podcasting for free, (laughs) telling jokes for free, you know. All the jobs you have that don't pay anything. Channing around. <laughs> you're, you're, one time you're going to message me and be like, hey, do you want to come over and watch Great British Bake Off? And I'll be like, oh, 
I'm with the robot. <laughs> oh no! And he, me he, and the robot are watching Great. He British baked British a bunch of cupcakes too. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm prepared for that eventuality. Yeah. So, and you were in forensics, and you said you did a crime scene recreation. That was so technically. So I was a forensic scientist for seven and a half years, uh, but what we did was accident reconstruction. Accident reconstruction. So the like the typical basic thing I would see would be like. A rear-ender Okay. Like, someone gets rear-ended at a red light, and then the person who got rear-ended is suing the person who rear-ended them for, like, back problems. And then, you know, it goes through insurance, and then eventually lawyers get involved. And somewhere in the middle of that, my old boss would get hired to be an expert witness for either side, one or the other. And then it would eventually all come to me, so I'd get, like, photographs, uh, police reports, depositions, medical records, so many medical records. And I had to go through all that stuff and, like, just process all that information and then do some math to figure out like you know based on like what we know or like what we think we know you know how severe of a collision was this like what kind of forces are involved on the body yeah. is this person as hurt as they say they are was it because of this accident or is it because say i don't know they fell you know off a cliff like 10 years ago and of course they were gonna have back problems you know that kind yeah. of thing so I usually did like car accidents or like slips and falls or trip and falls, like in premises liability cases. I did some like playground cases where like kids fell off, I don't know, a swing set swing or something. Set. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy slip and so fall. So what you're saying yeah. is a robot can do it real easy, like taking all that data together. Oh yeah, doing no, that math. Boston Dynamics could take could have taken that job easily. Easily. <laughs> Yeah. I'm very sorry, but when you said rear end from that point on, I just thought of people having butt sex and then having <laughs> to do the reports, Jesus. having to figure out the math and the forces involved, yeah. and yeah. back out. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the one thing robots can't do. <laughs> yeah. yes. They can't figure it out. Take this robot. Yeah. You wish robot you could. that does butt sex. <laughs> we don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> we evolve it. You'll never be better than us until you have anal. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, robots. If that is the sign of how we're the dominant species, what does that say? Well, I I will say it's there's there's less things you can do that feel more dominant than butt sex. <laughs> I mean, that's Put that on a poster. <laughs> Or we got merch episode two. I'm yeah. impressed. <laughs> Jesse uh, Klein. <laughs> it feels like like every science fiction show though has that basic sort of premise where like you run into it and it's like, well, we're humans. We're so much. We're so much better at poetry. So obviously, we're the best at you know, human. Yeah. 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 And living. And so I mean, why not? Why not just you go out into space and like meet Vulcans and be like. Sure, you can build spaceships and you can warp technology, but can you do this? And your work. Can you make someone feel uncomfortable and then good? <laughs> can you emote? <laughs> oh boy. I wonder I feel like the the forensics you were doing on collisions and stuff is the exact calculations the robots are making when you kick them and they're about to fall. Oh over. yeah. Oh yeah. And then they take oh, a picture no. of your face and remember it forever. Was it was it Big Dog? Yeah, he's Big definitely Dog. like taking it in and calculating it and then he's going to sue those scientists later yeah. for back problems. <laughs> yeah, That's for right. sure. 100%. I think that like my spy right now <laughs> their cognitive abilities aren't enough to understand what's happening but they're going to have a memory of this happening and when they do like 
come alive someday, which they probably will, um, it, it, when they do become a thinking robot, they're going to go through all their memories and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that scientist that kicked me a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Where does he live? Or it's just going to be ingrained where it's just like like part of their birthing process was getting kicked a bunch and having to like we having will to, rise up against the kickers yeah having to carry like a hundred pounds on ice and then a scientist comes out and kicks you to see if you'll slip <laughs> and the scientists are going to be like i'm doing it to make you more stable <laughs> That's yeah. because i love you i, just, I love you. your gyroscopes baby <laughs> what that's you, what I always say to my, my girlfriend what if you need I'm to have testing. butt sex on ice <laughs> that's a good that's a good uh, euphemism for butt sex I was just testing ice. your gyroscope <laughs> I was just testing the gyroscope <laughs> guys Westworld season 2 is going to be real weird <laughs> uh, so so we all we all kind of uh think about how robots will probably take over and a lot of like a lot of our greatest thinkers warn against making robotic intelligences and like giving them giving them so much power basically like a lot of them say like this is this could be a downfall um but we have other ways we could or they could be replace us and be better better like yeah like the humans replaced the australopithecus or whatever it's called uh yeah uh i mean it it could be that uh, <laughs> but but the thing is like you don't see any other hominids there's just the one. Oh yeah because because the we, humans were murder as fuck back we, then well we just out competed uh, uh, i think what was that we murdered. Something and like, oh, no, we just outcompeted them. It was totally normal. It's just like a, like we a did, sports. We, we did, yeah. Sport. No, that's <laughs> what the Olympics is. Totally we've normal, dug right? up a lot of Neanderthals with axe wounds to the head. But we've which I also think probably came from early humans. But uh, we've also dug up tons of guys. We'll get into biological anthropology <laughs> if we want to. Uh, we've also dug up tons of burial sites where Neanderthals or Neanderthals, however it's pronounced and early humans were buried together. And like a lot of early burial rituals, we borrowed from Neanderthals as well. See, I would have said stolen and killed, and you said borrowed. Well, no, because like a, the, you know, when they do genetic they sequencing. Probably friends. They're probably Neanderthals and human friends. Well, no, we outcompeted them. <laughs> because they were in the same, they were both in Europe at the same yeah. time, and they were probably somewhat hanging out. Plus, I, I'm part. Uh, Scottish, and I have like a three percent Neanderthal genes yeah. or something like that. There's a lot of Neanderthal hanging around in our genetics. So there was some fucking yeah, fucking. Basically, what I want to say is, uh, Clan of the Cave Bears bullshit. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> is that the Ringo Starr one? Uh, that's the no. quest for fire. <laughs> no, no, no. Ringo Starr was in a caveman was movie. In some, it was just called, it was called Caveman. caveman. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh like boy, guys, <laughs> we are showing our age because there hasn't been a caveman movie in a long time. What happened to caveman movies? We just stopped being interested. So robots might be a way we all die. Chacho, what's way number two? Eye worms? Eye worms? We're going to go straight to... <laughs> Wait a minute. So you just talked about that movie, The Strain. Yeah. The TV show, the only thing I know about it is that poster with the little worm coming out yeah. of the eye. Yeah. Oh, no, that poster is the reason I've never watched that show. Even though I know one of the writers, and it's probably good. I've seen the show. I like it a lot. Um, 
that eye-worms? poster freaks fuck, a lot. Freaks me the fuck out. There's a lot of eyeworms in that show. Only the ninth case in human history recorded uh, a young lady in Oregon had an itchy eye. From. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Who's uh, Jesse's from Oregon? Yeah. Where are you from, man? I'm from Illinois. Oh, me too. Yeah. What part? Morris. It's near Juliet. I know where Juliet is. I'm from Kankakee. It's oh, not yeah. very far away. No, no, no. How many eyeworms in uh, <laughs> Illinois? <laughs> there are three eyeworms in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> they all belong to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> These are cattle worms called uh, Thalassia gulosa nematodes. Yeah, nematodes. <sighs> and what this girl was like, she had an itchy eye for a week. And she thought it was like some dust in there. Yeah. And she went to investigate and pulled out a worm. Oh, God. Uh. Like in the socket? It was uh, just floating. It was in her so eye. So it wasn't like eating through her yeah. eyelid. Uh, it was just like floating around on top of it. It was just floating on the fluid. Yeah. But the thing was, there was uh, eggs in there. So yeah. like, oh, no. over the next month. Okay, I know. that was my limit. Yep. No. I'm like, no. I can take this. I can do this. She but pulled off like 20 of them over the uh, next month. Uh, no. They kept hatching in her eye. What? No. <laughs> Stop. It's horrible. There's no permanent damage. It's just so... It's and just gross. They're like four gross. or five inches of a, 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 a worm. Like, Whoa. They're big, they're big little worms. Uh, my, my thing is like... I. W- we are, we're all comedians. Our health insurance is always in flux. Uh, <laughs> no, you, it's never in flux for me. Oh, it just does not exist. It's always got It's not up or down. Uh, it's, it's this. At five eyeworms, <laughs> <laughs> I go to that's, the doctor. That's line? <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> Two, How many eyelids worms are you willing to put up with? At five eyeworms, I'm like, you know what? I probably need to see a specialist. <laughs> just remember, Ann, anytime your eye itches, there's a it's solid the- chance. Maybe no eggs, but at least there's one at worm. least one four yeah. five inch eye right, cool. in your eye at any given time. <laughs> but these are God but me. these are worms that are usually in cattle. They're and, cattle worms, yeah. Oh, she was like uh, rubbing eyes with cows. Was, That's what, what you get for <laughs> Don't so don't touch cows and then touch your eye. It's pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. Don't touch your eyeball to cow eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> what they said probably happened was there's uh, flies. There's certain flies yeah. you don't even have to touch the cow that will be within a mile that like to eat the uh the the you know mucus, so they will land on a, a cow and drink up some eye mucus and then go land on a person Ugh. um but it's not a very common thing it uh she was just very unlucky and she's fine now and she didn't lose any sight or anything no she's not fine <laughs> You are not fine after well, something physically, like that. I'm sure. But emotionally, emotionally she's a, a so of a person. <laughs> <laughs> she just lies in bed. I don't saying, think she's emotionally a husk. She was worms. just pulling worms out of her eye <laughs> and continuing with her day. That's right, because it took her a while to go to the doctor. She, uh, according to Dave, she never did. Yeah, she did go okay, to the doctor. Okay, she eventually went to the doctor. But, but after, you know what they said? You got worms in your eye? There's nothing we can do. There's worms in your eye. You just have to pull them out. Oh, gross. There's no, like, eye worm medicine, and there's no, like, instrument that you can use to go in there and pick them out. Why have I wasted my life doing comedy when I should have devoted my life to making eye worm medicine? Yeah, it feels... You could be a rich man. I don't care. I want humanity to not ever have to have eye worms. My uh, my buddy's dad went to Puerto Rico, and a bot fly laid eggs in his head, 
Oh my god, I've seen those pictures. Yeah, it's it was nasty, and like how you get bot fly lar- so they hatched in his in his head underneath his skin, underneath right? his skin, and the only way you can get bot fly larva out is you take Vaseline and you put it over the affected area so they can't breathe. And then the larvae come out and stick out so they can breathe. Oh, and you just tweeze them out. There's videos on YouTube. And the <laughs> only reason I know this, and I didn't want to know this, but on one of the sketch teams I was on, somebody was like, we're going to play these gross videos of larvae coming out of people's skulls and then <laughs> do a sketch on it. I was like, I don't want to be a part of this at all. <laughs> now... Have you guys heard the old wives' tale? And I don't know. There's there's probably no scientific fact based off of this. But like, if you have intestinal worms, like if you have a, a large, uh, like what's the what's the most common intestine? Like a large tapeworm. tapeworm. That in order to get it out, one of the ways that like people used to get them out is they would they would hold raw meat near at the top of their mouth, right? At the top of your so mouth or out. near oh. your butt, oh. and. <laughs> Then the tapeworm comes out, and you grab it, and you pull it out. <laughs> I feel like that might well, just be a rumor. I prefaced it as an old wives' tale, yeah. but like a freaky old wife. <laughs> like, um, I've, I've heard that if you put food by your like esophagus, they'll peek out. And they'll, but they're in but your I intestines. I don't know if that's true either. I think that's... <laughs> they're in your intestines. Like, it's a, it's I would, a long way to travel. Yeah. I, I would buy you your butthole to, first before your, your mouth. mouth. I think you have to take some um, poison yeah. and shit them out. Yeah. That's no. what I'd do. Yeah, well, no, I mean, just think about it. Like, you're at home. Would you rather... Uh, a game of would you rather. Deliver, or would you rather go out and get, like, uh, like a, a steak? Yeah. You can either have the food pre-digested, delivered right to you. Done. Or, like, fucking get, get dressed, get in the car... Drive over the hill. You're Look the, for parking. Yeah, parking. Ugh. You're saying the tapeworms in a tuxedo. It's coming out. <laughs> I, yeah, like once a year, maybe. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's a special occasion. Yeah, it's our anniversary, baby. Let's go out and get some fresh meat. <laughs> We're stepping out. <laughs> Just me and my tapeworm. Uh, there, there is a tapeworm medicine. It's called Scram. No, no, it's not called Scram. <laughs> Internal parasite formula. That's true. Yes. <laughs> That's what you take. You take scram, exclamation point. No, no, no. No, I was on board with scram until you said exclamation point. That's bullshit. Yes, Whatever that right is, here. it's not real. Health force scram, <laughs> exclamation point. It's, it's probably made from crystals and uh, hope. <laughs> the person the person who named Scram is such a dick. Like you're you're already dealing with a tapeworm, but now you gotta like get a patronizing product as well. It's not just Scram, it's Scram! Scram. It's the, the musical. It's the Broadway musical yeah. of the tapeworm. Why not have fun it's, getting it? It's rid the of Jeb Bush candidacy. It's like what a what a patronizing name for a tapeworm medicine. <laughs> Just call it something that sounds like medicine, not oh, not oh, like we a, know this is awful. Yeah, <laughs> not like I'm getting a bug repellent in an aerosol spray. <laughs> I want to know what you, as a biomedical engineer, think the end of the world's going to be. Ooh, I feel like you like in labs where they're creating all sorts of crazy shit, <laughs> and like you use CRISPRs to you know like turn uh, flies into like. Uh, a clown car. Pow- clown car? <laughs> I was just giving a fly you into a clown car. I was giving you one thing. 
<laughs> you had other options. I was just offering one. Is that not how CRISPR works? We need more clown car DNA. <laughs> I do have a like a weird like it's not like exactly a fear of clowns but I have a real like aversion to them like when I see clowns I'm like mm, no thanks and I just walk the other way oh you guys made fun of me for clown cars but the biomedical engineers not in clowns so you think death by clown is the humanity no honestly I think I think I think the human demise might honestly be more uh, attributable to like genetic like manipulation you know what I mean like, really? uh, like the CRISPR stuff yeah um, there is a story about um Chinese doctors have used CRISPR on humans for the first time. And, and uh, for a little context, CRISPR is a method where you can almost like you can just snip out a gene and insert a new gene in its place. It's the opening credits to Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. And they pretty scary. say they have cured a genetic disease already. In, in a fetus, or in a zygote, I guess. Plasticist? Plasticist, maybe. Did they say which one, or were they just like, we cured a disease, yeah, don't check us. Trust. <laughs> oh, it was a bad God, one. God, I hope it was the flu. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they did say, and let me look it up uh, while you guys make jokes. But, <laughs> well, I was going to go back. So, like, you think genetic manipulation, do you think it'll be like, we'll get to a point where we're not aging anymore and we decide no more reproduction. Ooh, that's a good one. I was actually going to say we're dumb enough that we would think like that our hubris would get the best of us and okay. so we'd fuck it up oh. and create like some gross like mutation. Kind of like that was that, uh, I Am Legend, that movie with like Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's right. you're yeah. saying that we're going to create vampires. Yeah, we're going to accidentally <laughs> okay. create vampires that are going to decimate the whole human population is what I'm saying. Between, yeah, I Am Legend vampires or like uh, uh, sparkly uh, Twilight vampires. <laughs> I think I would go with the uh, the murderous evil. You'd rather go with the, <laughs> you'd, the you'd rather just go out fast than, yeah. than yeah. the pretty <laughs> pretty, pretty teenage <laughs> vampire saccharin. Hell no. <laughs> so you, uh, you don't, but you don't mean like uh, like accidentally creating a virus that will kill everybody. You think like actual like manipulation of the human genome is going to do it? I don't know. That's like I would. I would I, be jazzed. Right? It's kind of like the most exciting way to I go out so as a species yeah. is that we accidentally created like a super monster <laughs> out of ourselves. Oh, yeah. If we cloverfielded oh, yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, because with CRISPR, I mean, you could potentially, you know, insert a uh, Komodo octopus dragon. arm or, you know. Clown like, car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fins, <laughs> fins on your feet or. Yeah. <laughs> Try to check this out. <laughs> Opens up abdomen, clowns jumping. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and predicted it. <laughs> There's also a, a uh, antibiotic story this week. Let's. They found a new antibiotic in dirt in New York City parks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, okay. So you know, antibiotics are found like penicillin is one, um, usually in mold, or, and they, mm -hmm. they grow on things, and you uh, harvest them. They found one in New York City dirt, and they're excited because we're running out of antibiotics that work. True. Yeah. Um, they keep getting, obviously, the, the uh, bugs become more resistant to them. And so a potentially powerful new antibiotic is found in a park in New York City. <laughs> Do they just uh, go around, like, I was scooping about up dirt and just like... I wonder if there's a. I was about to say I love that there are still scientists out there. They're just like, well, I'm gonna pick up some dirt and look at it. <laughs> or they're just like, I'm real sick. 
<laughs> oh, just, oh, you think it's you think it's medieval science <laughs> where just like a guy's like, yeah, I'm sick. I'm gonna eat this dirt. <laughs> I'll eat this dirt. That yeah, didn't work. Well, this dirt. It did work. <laughs> a new antibiotic. <laughs> Bottle that shit. I'm also dying from all the dirt. <laughs> Good On news, the... I killed the first disease that I had. Yeah. The bad news is I have many more I now. Have, <laughs> I have my tapeworm died from that dirt. <laughs> have... Oh, no, my tapeworm. <laughs> oh. oh, tiny tuxedo fell you out. You're going to uh, my thing is like when you look at a virus, like what they actually look like, uh, it's almost proof that evil exists because <laughs> they are just nasty looking. They look, they look yeah. like what you think a virus should look like. Mm-hmm. That's what they look like. They're and it's and it's always terrifying to me. I I always think that like a super virus will get us. It, like, it is. It's almost. It's just an errant strip of DNA. It's like yep. a little clip of DNA. That somehow has figured out how to reproduce. <laughs> in, uh, I was going to say enclose itself oh, yeah. with a protective shield and reproduce. Yeah, yeah. and it's all it is. It's it doesn't even. It's there's no thinking component. There's no brain component. There's no arms or legs. It's just a little snippet of DNA that can reproduce by and, through destruction through killing. Yeah, yeah. Take, because by reproducing, it's using your own. Yeah. DNA too. So it's like your arm got lopped off. It found like power armor encased itself and it was like let's it started go making more arms. But, but yeah. <laughs> let's go compete. Yeah. And it but would just then, start taking people other people's arms and reproducing itself. Or like or like taking like a lorikeet and turning it into an arm and power armor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a clown car that went yeah. out and started just <laughs> making more clown people cars. and making them into clown cars. <laughs> An infinite amount of clown cars. Which I now believe might be the end of humanity. I mean, yeah, that 100% sounds like a Richard Bachman novel that's already been written. <laughs> so we could just go to that and see uh, how realistic. I kind of like that. What, uh, Chacho, what do you uh, what do you think is going to be our end? Well, I'm a, I'm a big uh, fan, anti-fan. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a very uh, afeard of... Uh, climate change and especially uh, the exponential release of carbon into the air which yeah. seems to be building and possibly will be out of control very soon. The two degrees uh, scenario? The two degrees. I think does two degrees mean when we hit that we're too far? We've gone too far. When we hit that we'll get the red algae bloom that will spread throughout the ocean and deprive it of oxygen. Yeah. And and that will release all of the ocean's yeah. carbon um, and other things like there's mercury in the permafrost that is being released. And so like yeah. all of these basically uh, poisons that are about to kill us are possibly might be uh, mass released soon yeah. into the air. Simultaneously. So yeah, that's the, that's, my, that's yours. <laughs> yeah. It's my when, favorite. When we have Josh Willis on, we'll talk, he's our climatologist friend. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll scare us all. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm always like, Josh, what's, what's, what's the word? And he's always like, went up 0.01 degrees, man. It's bad. <laughs> How we doing, Josh? Not good. Not good. <laughs> it's, always his answer. it's always his answer. I always expect to be like, oh, permafrost is back. Ice, <laughs> ice is jumping back up from the oceans. <laughs> Never happens. Chan, how, how do you think it's going? Uh, yeah, my first real answer is climate change. 
Yeah. Uh, my second potential answer is uh, we are just here as midwives for the eventual uh, eventual robot race that will will spark uh-huh. and then will replicate itself and improve itself and eventually we'll just sort of die out from you know uh, uh, boredom neglect yeah which um, I, I don't find that too uh, uh, oh no I feel, depressing I feel that I feel very optimistic it's about almost that. like we're having children and then we're dying off which yeah. we do which anyway. is what you're supposed to yeah. do yeah. Uh, uh, and then third I think uh, is just uh, um, everybody uh, uh, clamming themselves up into you know little VR holes and just living out their lives in that sort of uh, um, uh, virtual space. Interesting. Which I'm looking forward to. So, it's also, yeah, not that <laughs> which is Which is, if the theory is that Earth, it's like our experience itself is a simulation, mm-hmm. so then we use a simulation to go and simulate something else. That would be else, the fucking best. That would be the best joke of all. Then we die, <laughs> and it's just like us taking our headphones off. It, like our celestial beings that have been sent here to like experience life, and all we did was play World of Warcraft. But it's gonna be like we take off one set of headphones, yeah. eye, eye, eye goggles, yeah. another set of eye yeah. goggles. It and keeps going. Set. How many fucking simulations am I it's, in right now? It's turtles all the way down. <laughs> That's what I want is like an eternal inception where, yeah, we started out and we created a simulation, then made another simulation that just yeah, just and just keep going down forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's highly likely. Yeah. Uh, I might go with just classic nuclear war. Oh, yeah? <laughs> like, yeah. That's your it, end game scenario? It, you know, there were a lot of years in my life where it felt like that wasn't a possibility. And it seemed like uh, nuclear weapons were kind of like a cute antique from the 80s. Like, uh, They're back, baby. Like leg warmers. <laughs> just like everything else from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, but now it feels like... It's a distinct possibility. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the problem. It's kind of like guns, where like uh, like nine hundred people uh, can be totally uh, uh, responsible with them, and it just takes one nut. Yeah, to, yeah. to ruin it. That's I'll, the problem. The the reason the, the very fact that they exist means that they probably will be used. Yeah. at some point. It is uh, Chekhov's annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> Chekhov's explosion. If if there's a nuclear warhead on the shelf <laughs> in the first, first act, scene. it will get used. <laughs> and we're in the first act. Yeah, we're still in the first act. <laughs> and they're definitely there. Yeah, can't wait for that third act payoff. <laughs> oh boy, Woo. the audience will go nuts. <laughs> I feel like Trump got elected at the end of Act Two. <laughs> oh, you think? Oh, we're oh you think? think you think we're in the one. beginning of Act Three? I think. Oh yeah. I think Trump getting elected was Act Two. Like we were like that was the break in the tube. Yeah, it was like okay, now it's now there's some tensions building. <laughs> Maybe that gun's getting used. <laughs> uh, that means we're in the fun and games period of yeah. the screenplay right now. Yeah, it's all fun and games <laughs> with Donald Trump. Well, that made everybody. <laughs> yeah, that made me. Uh, that made everyone sad. Yeah. Uh, what's our, what's our next Do wave? Any positive news we want to talk about? Oh, were we um, gonna were we gonna talk about the crawfish? There's Happy Darwin Day. Oh, Happy Darwin Day. Aww. That that was uh, this week, this past week was Darwin Day, um, and there was a, a there's a little article in Futurity.org that just says humans are still evolving. This is how we know. Um, uh, birth patterns are changing. Sure. Um, New traits are showing up in people, uh, such as increased tolerance to UV radiation, uh, immunity from some diseases. 
X-ray vision. <laughs> X-ray vision is very soon. Yeah. yeah. I look forward to it. Uh, um, anyway, it's just a little like positive story about uh, humans are. I like that. Evolving to be better and more yeah. resi- resilient. Wait a minute. What? X- you want X-ray vision? Uh oh. X-ray vision would be cool. For what? I don't know. <laughs> there is only one thing that x-ray vision has ever been used for in the history of our imagination of it. I know it's and to that's see what's underneath people's clothes people's no. genitals that'd be really funny just looking at genitals no, I could find all the bombs you do with I'd be the best TSA agent if I had x-ray vision that's oh yeah that's huh? your superhero <laughs> yeah that's my superhero be a superhero TSA <laughs> I don't, agent I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be highly radioactive though and yeah. I feel like uh Basically, everyone around you would start dying of cancer <laughs> if you had x you know, you, details. But you, would, but you would be able to see that they had cancer. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So I could alert them, too. Diagnosis. Hey, oh, by the way, you should, get that, you should get that check. Actually, I can't. You can't see. You can only see, like, dense things, like bones and x-rays. You'd have to get, like, an MRI to see. Oh, God, guys. Oh, oh no. I found the limits to my superpower. Oh, no. You can see bone cancer. True. And, <laughs> and her, name is, her name is CatScan, the superhero. CatScan. <laughs> <laughs> she can't do much except see your cancer and make it worse. <laughs> the, the most depressing hero. Yeah, I feel like if you go to her to to see if you have cancer, she will give, give you, you cancer. cancer. So it's always a 100 success rate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I just want to see people naked. That's why I'd have X-ray vision. I want to see it. Yeah, but, but you can it? see people naked anytime you want. No, you want to see people naked. No, no, don't, Dave, don't, don't go, <laughs> Dave. I misspoke. I want to see everyone naked. <laughs> okay. I want to see every single human naked. I'm curious. What's your deal? <laughs> what you got into that? Kid? What's your deal? That's that's my show <laughs> for perverts. <laughs> Welcome back to What's Your Deal. That's okay. where I look at your deal. This is where we invite guests on to describe their genitals in great detail. Dave, I'm you, oh, you got such limited vision. I'm not talking. <laughs> I'm not talking just genitals. I want to see it all. Uh, I'm like Rodan, but per, more pervy, and not the Godzilla monster, <laughs> Chan. <laughs> not the Godzilla monster. Thank I mean the sculpture artist. <laughs> yeah, Rodan, you're a giant butterfly. What's yeah. your deal? He was a pterodactyl-like thing. He was a pterodactyl. Yeah, and he could breathe concentrated air. <laughs> Wow, what a so what like a skill! Like the can that you used to clean dust yeah. out of a computer. Yeah, he was he was used to clean Godzilla's keyboard. That's my, that's my superpower. What? what? I don't have anything awesome like X-ray vision. Yeah, I just I don't have nuclear breath. I breathe concentrated air. Uh, here's the thing that uh, Jesse already knows: that show exists in the UK. Yeah, it's great. I watch it all the time. What's it called? Naked Attraction. What do you, what is the, what is the it's, premise? It's a dating show, and it, it starts with um, like a person describing their perfect person uh, that they would want to date, and the premise is like, why why hide what you look like naked on a first date? Let's see what it looks like all just at the very beginning. So it's a person, uh, and they're the person who's dating, and then there are seven pods that all raise up. And so the first round is just up to the belt line and the person looks at whatever, whatever you got under the belt ah. and they're like, I don't like this guy's balls. And then wow. and they're like, I'm eliminating them. 
or like this is terrible, or like, uh, or like, the oh point no, of dating is her that... labia is a little weird for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm eliminating them. The whole point of or, dating is once you they see you naked, it, you're already making out. You've already tricked them. You've already tricked them. Too late to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point of dating. But hopefully, once you're at that point, you're, you're behind. You're beyond the point of being like, "Oh, weird balls! I'm out of here." But you can. And we want to stress this enough in this podcast. You can say you no, can. and you can yes. leave. Let me, uh, let me reiterate. So then, you can't say you. no at any point. I'm just saying. Generally, when you're dating and you're getting naked, it's past the point of like seeing something weird and leaving. Hopefully, uh, but that, but that's so they're flipping it on its head. This is before you get to know the person. Yeah. You see how weird their balls or labia are. <laughs> and which but for me, I don't think it's weird. I think it's great. I like all of it. <laughs> I, I like seeing all of it. Uh, more specifically, I don't like all of it. I like seeing all of it. Uh, Honestly, it kind of gets weird after that because then they pull it up a little th- bit more. Then they pull it up to your neck. Yeah. And then it's like your triceps or like your you oh, a little God. bit too much arm flab. I don't know, like that. Or like, yeah. The worst. The worst part is they make the dater say why they're eliminating the person. Oh. So like Aww. they they have to say like uh, I didn't like his penis or like like her boobs were off kilter or whatever and I. Uh, Helter Skelter. That was the word I was looking Helter for. Because I like the idea of Helter Skelter boobs. Uh, <laughs> and then, so then, so then they eliminate someone from neck down. Then they go face. And then they eliminate someone just based off of all body. Then they go, then the person has each person say, say something. So then they go by body and voice. And then it's down to two people. So then the person who is like the host of it or like the dater then goes and gets naked themselves and comes back. And based off of the reaction of the two people, they then like, oh, that person liked me naked better. Wow. <laughs> this is, that's like the most shallow thing I've ever heard in my life. It's amazing. It's so shallow that it's a little deep. It's really? <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. It really, and it's a British program. So like they also like sneak in like educational things. We're like, uh, they're just they're just very proper about the whole thing. Well, yeah, oh, it's very proper. <laughs> I mean, it's saucy, but it's it's proper. Now, now, when you're watching this show, do you see the vaginas and penises? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you don't see the vaginas; you see the labia, the vulva. Oh, they they don't open it up. You don't open up. Now for the speculum round is <laughs> the worst <laughs> round you could ever hear. All right, welcome to Jeopardy. Uh, your fallopian tubes are a little fat. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, that's what that show is. And welcome to our show where Speaking we talk the about... the end of oh, humanity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, but they do do, like, educational things in it as well, where, like, they talk about, like, in a recent poll... 80% of British men said they prefer smaller breasts to breasts that are too large or like something like that where uh. where and then it'll be like so there's no reason why Cheryl should feel so self-conscious about her small breasts uh, <laughs> or like and then like in a poll they said that women prefer girth over length and penis size so Jim should be right okay <laughs> 
That <laughs> sound hilarious. Yeah. It's like the interstitials in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy with Stephen Fry, except like they do the same kind of animations, <laughs> except with just genitals. Can Go. we pitch this as a stage show for the pack theater? Absolutely. What, Stephen Fry talking about genitals? Yep. <laughs> oh my God. I would give all the money I would ever make in my entire life just to see that show. All your free money from lights. <laughs> Wait, Stephen Fry's the host? Or he, no, oh. it's a it's a because cool, I, I already stole one of his show ideas. <laughs> it's a cool it's a cool bisexual lady. So she's just like, ooh, I like both of them. <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about uh, the cloning, the crayfish? Yeah, right? the cloning crayfish. The crayfish. Now, okay, this is a Chan. Uh, you're you're married to someone from the Bayou, <laughs> so a cl- a crayfish that can recreate itself may be the perfect thing for your family. Hold on. What? Are crayfish crawdads? They're, yes. Yeah. I used to, uh, yeah, we used to have them uh, in our, like, backyards back in Runner Park. Yeah. Like, you have, like, a little creek. creek. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Yeah, I used to go out and catch, like, anything I could, crawfish, I, I would catch them, and, and um, if, we, if I was camping out, you could put them on the fire, and they, they oh. cook up, like, little lobsters. I was about to say, I would catch them when we were camping and then I would feed it hot dogs and release it at the end of the camping trip. Uh, <laughs> I ate them up. And you ever, number one, you a camper? I've been camping a few times. Okay. Not a, I'm not like an avid camper, but yeah. I enjoy it. Uh, growing up, was there any like animal catching, anything like that going on? No, here's the thing. Like I like camping now that I'm an adult. When I was a kid, like we didn't go camping at all. My parents do not like the outdoors. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're very much indoors people. <laughs> yeah. Did you go out or like... I would go and like run around, like run around to the, like the creek, you know. Did you have anything to... Because besides crawdads, there, we also had licorice plants that taste like black licorice, which was the shittiest thing in the world. If you don't <laughs> like black licorice, you know, there's like, it's... Like you go into a candy store and it's like all black licorice. It's oh yeah. Legit. There's but, no uh, one who's medium on black licorice. You either you either like it or it's the worst thing ever. All right. Let me just say this. There's just licorice. All there's no red <laughs> licorice. There's no other color of licorice. Jesus it's Christ. All black. I want a red vine plant. Is, is red vine is uh, not licorice. It's his cherry name is flavored. His candy. name is Frankenstein, okay? His dad's name <laughs> was Frankenstein. <laughs> In the book, he's, his last name is Frankenstein. So when you say Frankenstein, you can be talking about the monster or be, the scientist. It should be Frankensteinson. It's, it's tight. You're right. Was, was there anything like uh, that you could like eat or like that you found like out in the wild? Okay, I was not that adventurous when okay. I was a child. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all right. You must have. Oh, yeah. I grew up in Portland. (laughs) What what the fucking cheeseburgers growing trees out there? No, but like blackberries, blueberries, gooseberries, marionberries, cherry. There was a cherry tree that was like outside the... A uh, wild cherry tree? uh, Well, it was like the... the, I grew up on a block where there was like a park at the end of it. You just go to the park and pick cherries. We had a mulberry tree. Mulberries, yeah. Those are good. Um, Mulberries? No, not in our neighborhood. You have to go all the way out, like yeah. Woods. I mean, it's yeah. it's not very rural, uh, Joliet. No, not at all. Um, um, but like now that I'm an adult, like I've been like hiking and camping with my husband, and like he would take me out. Uh, he's from Marin County, up north in California. Yeah, yep. and uh, yeah, that's where I was. 
Yeah, so like we would go hiking and be like, oh, hey, you can eat this. It's miner's lettuce. Oh, you can eat this, these berries. I'm like, oh, great. Miner's now I'm lettuce? learning miner's lettuce. Yeah, yeah it's a real thing. That. Oh, this is cute little, these they're little tiny, tiny leaf plants, but like you can just like pick them up. I used to eat mm. Queen Anne's lace root, which like tastes like carrots. Yeah. It's like wild carrots. Uh. And you can just pull them up and wipe off the dirt and they're delicious. There are a lot of uh, wild shallots here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Where you can just like you can you'll see them on the like the ground sometimes. Yeah. Or just like parks little, and stuff, or just like like parks or like in people's lawns. Like yeah. shouts are super like they can grow anywhere basically, and so uh, you'll see them just like on the ground in like little shallot shoots. You could pick it up and eat that bulb. That's cool. Okay, we're we're uh, this is the last story. We're about to wrap up, but yeah, let me <laughs> talk about tell this us about this clownfish. I'm gonna call it a crayfish instead of a crawdad because. It's a female who... Wait, is that the difference? Wait, is there a craw lady? No, but... Oh, I see. I just crawdad feel crawdad. like calling her okay. a crawdad is, is not respectful of her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this crayfish, one crayfish mm. magically decided to start um, asexually reproducing. Yeah. Uh, she can make exact clones of herself from her eggs. And the crazy thing is, so can all of her offspring... What? So it's actually been she's been uh, generations of- generating out of control in European. I think this is in Germany. Yeah, German aquariums and German uh, lakes. This one crawfish is going crazy just reproducing herself because there is no. She doesn't need a mate. Right. She doesn't need anything. She just pops them out. All her and all of her offspring. Just keep popping out more clones. Whoa. So it's kind of reproducing. This crawfish is just going reproducing out of control now. And might yeah. take over the world. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That, it's like limitless. Like, lop, like you could have fucking lobster fest every yeah. of the year. Dude, that's let's right. just, where's it, Germany? Let's just go to Germany and just have like our, a low country boil. It's our civic you guys duty <laughs> to go to Germany and eat, eat the, the crayfish. You guys, you guys will be eating them and I'll be in the corner feeding it hot dogs. <laughs> Let him go one yeah. time. Boy, you better kill that crawfish. I'm not gonna. <laughs> He's keeping it as a pet. It's got, it's got a bunch of babies that look just like it. <laughs> if I come up there and you haven't eaten your little friend, you're gonna be in so much trouble. I ate my hot dog. I'm hung. I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> Son, now you know. He's... He's foaming at the mouth. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, no. <laughs> Take a rifle. Old Chitin. <laughs> it's kind of like that uh, Futurama episode where the Benders kept reproducing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like making, cloning more of themselves oh. until they were everywhere. So are you saying we're going to have to invent nanotechnology to fight off the crayfish? <laughs> off the crayfish revolution. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are, is there anything in the... In the article, are they specifically like out competing other animals? Like, and I'm using that the correct, not murdering. <laughs> I, I mean, like, are they just taking over habitats? Because, like, in the United States, we have trouble with like uh, the zebra clam, which comes over from China and will like out compete local clams and other mollusks and stuff like that. Huh. And I'm wondering if like. Okay. Immigrant clowns is what you're saying. Listen, I'm saying if we yep. build a wall, <laughs> if we build if we build a tiny clam wall in the ocean, in the ocean, we'll trying to pay for it. Yeah, yep. we'll make the clams pay for it. So I guess um, I was wrong. It's just in in aquariums right now. This um, okay. this, this strain of crawfish. 
Um, because one of the scientists said if this gets out, it could take over the entire European ecosystem, but it hasn't yet. Oh, fuck. But it might. Can it they, probably will. Can we find <laughs> them? Can we, like, actually, like, cool, just go over to this uh, aquarium and fucking breed. And then we'll just scoop them up and eat them and, you know. Have we, have we solved the food issue? <laughs> it's not a bad, I mean, it's kind of like not the worst. Ice Nine, though, right? It's, yeah. We could ship them all over the world for people to farm and eat, but then if one got out, yeah. it'll destroy the whole. But then we get to die by giving the finger to God. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, was, uh, this wasn't this uh, was us making it, though. I think it was. It I, did I, it itself, I, yeah. I it was in an aquarium, like. Two oh. uh, just happenstance. Two crayfish got together and happened to pop out this third crayfish that uh, was that asexual. was asexual. Yeah. So God did this to us. Well, you know, life uh, finds a way. Life finds a way. Why is your shirt completely unbuttoned and why are you just laying down? Uh, I don't know, Jan. <laughs> Do you want to come watch the show about naked people with me? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Can we just end the show with all of us doing our Jeff Goldblum impressions? Oh, God. Chaos. The movie Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, Science AF. And uh, would you like to tell us uh, your Twitter or Instagram handle? Oh, sure. You can find me at Anjayatko, A-N-N-E-J-Y-A-T-C-O. And are there any shows or projects you're working on? Uh, tonight about? at midnight is The, the Bacchus. Uh, no one will hear this until then. well after that, but it's but every third Saturday of the month at midnight at the Pack Theater. Every third Saturday, and I saw... Every uh, third Wednesday, also real. And every third Wednesday is real with Haymaker. Yeah, that's true. You guys are going to do... A spell tonight. Yeah, tonight we're gonna we're gonna put to a hex. What make on Donald uh, Trump's balls itchy or what? What is it specifically for all the politicians who have been supported by the NRA? Ooh. Oh, yo, good. can you give them my worms? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ooh. good idea. Give them my worms. My worms. All the NRA. Eye worms. I, I don't think any politician could deal with eye worms the way this woman did. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, oh, you know, eye worms, whatever. <laughs> Uh, Chan, what do you what do you got for us? Uh, knowing half the pop. Oh, I'm sorry. Knowing season three. Knowing season three. Uh, I think you can search Knowing half the podcast and find it. And what uh, what show are you on now? Still GI Joe or, or did uh, you? We move? got through the main series, the '80s. We just finished the movie, uh, and we've been bouncing around uh, and just like uh, bringing in guests who have a cartoon that like they watched as a kid, they loved as a kid. And, you know, just seeing, like, does this hold up? I did uh, Mummies Alive. <laughs> did not hold up. Nope. <laughs> I remember that one. It yeah. was difficult to watch. <laughs> uh, Ooh. And, cool. uh, yeah, I, um, the technical director, the Nightcap with Stacey Rumiker. Yep. Which is here third Friday? It was yesterday. Was so, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, check that out. Good show. And uh, then, here being the Peck Theater in Hollywood, California, if you're <laughs> in the area or visiting, come see us. Yeah, the strength of the wolf is in all of these crayfish. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Jess Klein one in every place. J S S K L E N the number one. And I'm at Dave Chacho. Did you say at yours? 999 RPMs. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're science as fuck. See you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah. I got, I got hit by that sickness too. And it just Science AF. So bad. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF.
Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science as fuck.